0: Drivers, drivers, start your engines.
1: Hello, and you're welcome for listening to On Wisconsin. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Mike. We are playing shorthanded today. Um, just a little bit behind the scenes for you. Um, we recorded the Wisconsin portion of the uh, podcast on Saturday uh, when Bill was available, and now Jeremy is available on Sunday. So it is me, Jeremy.
2: Hey, and Brady.
3: Bill, you're a coward for being with your father on his birthday instead of doing the podcast. Do your job.
1: Someone, someone had to say it. So, All right, let's get right into it. Uh,
3: this will probably be one of my
1: favorite players until he gets a few concussions and can no longer play anymore. But uh, Jalen Ramsey uh, went on did an interview in which he went through about 22 different quarterbacks and uh, gave them all specific Jalen Ramsey grades like he sucks or in in the case of Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, um, all he said was they don't suck. So is um, it sucks or not suck from Jalen Ramsey? Did you guys read the list?
2: I read a few, and my favorite one was Big Ben, decent at best.
1: Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then when you got asked about Blake Bortles, which, you know um, – if if he wasn't on the Jaguars, he might be saying something a little bit different. But uh, true team player, Jalen Ramsey said, "Blake, do what he got to do."
3: <laughs> so I was listening. I was listening to the High Noon guys talk about this, and apparently, he in a different in a different quote was talking about how like he thought that they relied too much on Blake in the playoffs and like how they should they shouldn't have passed as much. And, like, so he was, like, throwing, like, subtle shade at him. Like, yeah, like, I think Blake is the reason we lost, but he's my quarterback. Right. right. That's
1: my quarterback. Um, yeah, one of the takeaways here is that, obviously, Deshaun Kaiser is a top five quarterback in the league because he wasn't mentioned in the list. So, I'm just going to assume that he doesn't suck because, um, he didn't get brought up on the list. Other names that didn't appear on the list, all I'm saying is, uh, we didn't say, we didn't see Jake Kumaro's name on the list, so, um. He obviously doesn't suck and one name that I think uh, we all wanted to see on the list uh, I think that from now on whenever a cornerback or another player gets uh, asked about quarterbacks and is like grading quarterbacks even if it's 20 30 years in the future I want them all to be asked what they think of Jay Cutler
2: (laughs) the litmus test
1: (laughs) like we can tell if they're a good grader based on how they grade Jay Cutler (laughs) that's so good <laughs>
2: I have the list. Did, I have the list up right now, and it's it's great.
3: Give me give me, your, give me some of your favorite ones, Jeremy. Go ahead, Brady. What did he say about Matt Ryan?
1: Because I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure
3: I'm pretty sure he. I mean, Jalen Ramsey have the same opinion.
1: Take MVP. Yeah, no, you didn't actually say that. Do you have it up pulled up, Jeremy?
2: I do. Yeah, a, a good hey, one. You, a good one is Garoppolo. Guess he's good. <laughs> <laughs> Mariota, <laughs> uh, Mar- Super Mario, good game manager. Nice. (laughs) Nice job. Maybe say about what say about who? Matt Ryan. What do you say about Matt Ryan? Overrated. (laughs) Eli Manning, Odell makes him.
3: Hey, Jalen, Jalen, I've been sitting on this Matt that Matt Ryan take for years, man. Literal years. While he was while he was winning the MVP. You and me, man, you want to come on the pod? We can talk about it.
2: I got one more. I got one more good one. One more that I think we can all kind of maybe debate as to what it actually means. Matthew Stafford, he's straight. <laughs>
3: he's straight. Well,
2: what does that? What, notice, what do we think it, that it, means?
3: If Ramsey tried to seduce Matt Stafford and was his advances were stopped in a respectful fashion. I'm sure Jalen respected that, but he's just found out that, that dude ain't gay. Yeah, I think I think he's, I think he's just
2: straight. stating a fact. It's not an opinion, right there.
1: <laughs> I know for a fact that, hey, Matt Stafford's, uh Matt Stafford's straightest quarterback in the NFL.
2: Ooh. I think Yeah, he's, I
1: think so. And you know well, what? To mean, be, Jaylen, you told us.
2: And another one more, last one, I will say. Uh, I need a little bit more, I need a little bit more harsh or a little bit more positive out of Dak Prescott. He's okay. No, I need you to be more specific, Jalen. Even for two words, I need you to be more specific.
3: I agree. I agree absolutely.
2: Like he, How, so,
3: so what's the Mount Rushmore of out of these people who are the, who are the best for Not sucks.
2: Um, well, you have Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, who doesn't suck. Yep. Wentz, uh, Carson Wentz, and Sean Watson Sean will Watson. be will be an MVP. So that's two Mount Rushmore answers. Um, well, hold he, on.
3: What's better? Does not sucking or gonna f- future MVPs? I mean. How many more MVPs is Tom, are Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers going to win in the future?
2: I don't know. I don't know Not
3: as many Sean Watson and, and uh, Carson Wentz. So, I mean, those guys might be better. Aaron Rodgers can't win anymore because Jake Kumoro
1: is going to steal them all from him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Out of all these quarterbacks, you know who else isn't actually on that list, guys? Drew Mitch Brees. Trubisky. No, Watch he said you? Drew Brees Mitchell. Is really good, Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah, he said so really good.
3: He's in purgatory. So is Drew Brees the best quarterback in the league? Pretty much from, but from his comments he might be the best quarterback in the league.
2: Drew Brees, but he Drew Brees he said really good. Philip Rivers he said pretty good. Oh, really versus pretty good.
3: These are my favorite kind of debates
2: because you don't know what he means by pretty or really.
3: No, really uh, is obviously better than pretty. That that is. Can you even debate that?
1: Well, okay, but pretty plus like fourteen kids, so
2: yeah. <laughs> does that does that change something? So Brady, if you're thinking so objectively better, what's what's better here? Pretty good or, damn it, where'd it go? Average I'm to above stop. average for Jared Goff.
3: Give me the two again.
2: Pretty good or average to above average.
3: Pretty good is better than average to above average. Pretty good is like in between above average and good. Like it's a little like you're you're just you're just above being above average, but you're not like that good yet. Really good is, like, I mean, that dude's really good. Like, he's probably, like, a 90-plus Madden rating.
2: And then for the official last one, do we want to hear a very Stugatzian take from Jalen Ramsey? Yeah. Ryan Tannehill, haven't heard good things. Doesn't even have a real opinion, he just hasn't heard good things, so he's not <laughs> in. He's not in.
3: He probably found out his wife, his, his wife is a crazy lady with a giant assault rifle on her trunk. Is like, I'm not talking bad about him. <laughs> nope. he's, right. I think he's crazy, him. man. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's if it's true.
1: Done, I'm not getting near <laughs> shit. All I'm saying is that if Jalen really were to come at Ryan Tannehill, she's got some stand-your-ground laws that she might be able to oh, stand behind. Florida. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, so uh, Dwayne Wade um, added to his uh, block total. He is the uh, shooting guard with the most blocks ever, and he added to his block total um, because he came up and stuffed the shit out of Jimmy Butler after uh, Jimmy Butler commented on um, Gabrielle Union's photo, where, I mean, you could see,
3: you know, everything. She was was looking fine.
1: She was looking fine, and uh, Jimmy said, in all caps, WELL DAMN. And so then on his way up, on Jimmy's way up to, you know, dunk the WELL DAMN, uh, uh, Dwayne Wade came out of nowhere, flash. You know, he's kicking it back to being 25 years old again comes out of nowhere and comments on a Jimmy Butler photo, put well damn in caps on my wife photo again, and you're going to see what that good, the bad, and the ugly is like.
2: Could Dwayne Wade still still Uh, kick Jimmy Butler's ass?
3: Have we got a reply from Jimmy?
1: Uh, Yeah, Jimmy said something about wanting to, like he was still attending some sort of barbecue or something. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. Um, so, but
3: Jimmy he, didn't he, come back or he he backed away because that tells us all we need to know who would win in a fight yeah who's the beta who's the alpha we know Jimmy Butler knows that D-Wade's gonna kick his ass probably because I think LeBron would probably like teleport to, to defend his to defend his yeah. one friend the NBA <laughs> like him after playing with him for a while <laughs> well I would say that Dwayne and,
1: and Gabrielle just have such a strong uh, union I would say Um that it just can't be broken apart. Boom. Uh
0: yeah,
1: so Dwayne Wade once like I said, uh, added to his block total. Um Jimmy Butler adding to the bad teammate vibe. Soft. Bad teammate vibe.
2: Gotta get rid of him.
1: (laughs) Can't have that on your team. You cannot have that on your
2: team. Are the
3: Timberwolves the softest team in the league? Because cat soft. Riggy soft. I used to think Jimmy wasn't, but now Jimmy, soft.
1: They might be the softest team in
2: the league. Andrew Wiggins is guaranteed soft. Has been for years. Been saying it forever.
3: <laughs> okay. I get down that he does say
1: that all the time. <laughs> yes, he does. So this is uh, the topic I think our podcast will have the most fun with. Um, Jeremy, uh, can you get the serious music up? For a second, just for us, and then after I let everyone know what it was, and we can kind of cut it off. But I just need um, a little bit of the serious music. We're going to dive back into the OSU investigation. Um, there's been some some serious stuff that has come up, so uh, we hit that for us, Jeremy. So, uh, offensive coordinator Zach Smith sent a dick pic from the White House. All right, Jeremy, you can cut the uh, serious music. Um, Okay, so uh, this investigation into OSU and uh, with talking to Zach Smith, who is the the offensive coordinator, the one who beat his wife, his pregnant wife. Ooh, sheesh. Um, That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the fact that that same man uh, sent a dick pic from the White House with his penis next to a towel that featured a seal of the President of the United States. Um, on top of that his ex-wife said that he took multiple photos of his penis inside the ohio state coach's offices and he photographed himself in the coach's office receiving oral sex and having sex with an osu staffer on top of that he had more than two thousand dollars worth of erotic toys <laughs> and apparel and a, and uh a photo equipment that was sent to the office at the
3: school in 2015 yeah so so that's where I want, I want to jump in here with the quick question so this article describes the things he bought as sex toys, male apparel. Gonna come back to that, and photography equipment, and had items delivered to yeah, uh, to Ohio State. D- male apparel. Does that mean that he was had like, like like co- like sex costumes that he was photographing himself in?
2: Yeah, like, probably. Yeah, was, it's like he's he cosplaying.
3: Like, like he was setting up his own little like sexy photo booth and was like, yeah.
2: He's, hey man, he's just Buffalo Bob. You,
3: gotta you just got to relieve stress one way or the other. Like, like, what kind of apparel do you think it was? Because, like, it, that that could be like. I'm leather. imagining like he could be a furry, and like we wouldn't know. Like, I, I need to know.
1: I'm imagining he just actually ordered what uh, Coach Urban Meyer wears, and he just wore it because he wanted to be like <laughs> Coach Urban Meyer. That's what I imagine. He's like, like wearing, like wearing the headset and like calling plays on Madden. <laughs>
3: like my kink is being my boss so oh, that's, i mean I, don't get kink it. It. I get it um yeah, 2018 can we lay off the guy all right let's not kink'm gonna hey, look this up, is. will oh, go ahead Jeremy. I'm gonna look up a kink picture shirt. of
2: this guy and see if i can peg him for what kind of stuff he wears
1: he looks like the buzz Williams or whatever his name is Ooh, but he',
2: is, he, he is, is
3: definitely a sub he is definitely a sub
2: he's definitely he, is, he definitely gets the all the latex bodysuit with like the zippers in the mouth.
3: <laughs> he's, the, he's the Pulp Fiction Gimp.
2: That's yeah, absolute. he's the Gimp. Or he just gets assless chaps. Leather. Yeah.
1: Okay, and can, I, can, I can I be write. honest with you guys about uh, something with the sex toys? Uh, yeah. I, look, I look at that as like straight dedication. Um, because he's an offensive coordinator. Uh, and he was really determined to have his players understand uh, that they need to hit the hole. And so he was just figuring out how to go about doing that. So this is a real football guy move by him.
2: For doing what exactly?
1: For learning how to hit the hole. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, that's a. I mean, that's dedication. That's the kind of guy I want on one of my coaching staff. I mean, I guess. Other than the DV, okay. Uh, now the DV changes things, okay. But ordering sex toys—that's a ballsy, uh, I don't know if I should use that word. I'm going to anyways. That's a ballsy move, okay? To order sex toys to your office?
3: Yeah, but when you're you're cheating on your wife at your office, I mean, it's just convenient to have it all there.
1: Amazon ruined more marriages than porn,
3: okay? Yeah, it it had nothing to do with the people. (laughs)
1: It doesn't, it doesn't. He's just a product of his situation, okay? Yeah, a, a, a
3: hardworking American man trying to cheat on his wife in private like everybody else, you know? And the facts and the news have got to come in and blow up his spot. Well, I mean, come If you would ask me.
2: When you have the <laughs> ultimate power of convenience at your fingertips, you will do whatever you can.
1: Right. Okay, but seriously, this is some, like, Blue Mountain State shit. I was going to oh, say, yeah.
2: he's absolutely the coach, head coach of Blue Mountain State, but then you kept saying stuff about sex toys. and I'm like, this isn't really the same, but the whole banging people in his office and just, like, sending dick pics at the office and, like, through faxes oh, and would have done it at I- the White House if he could have. Yeah, that's him.
3: I just scrolled down further in this uh, article, and it has um – I'm, it has pictures of some of the things that were ordered, like like copies of the emails from Am, from from Amazon. Play them to me. First one, 10 dollars. Wednesday, May sixth. Dele- delivered Monday, May tenth, two
0: thousand fifteen. Okay.
3: To-, to his office, a Petty Q men's PQ one hundred cock ring. <laughs> in red. $10. PQ
1: anon? Did I hear PQ anon
3: in there? Yes. Yeah. Um. May 7th, so uh, the next day, he <laughs> separately a, quote, men's spider enhancer thong, all caps, triple ring. Spring fever. So, and that was 12 <laughs> Then, um...
1: These are some deals, man. He got some steals.
3: May 6th, he got uh, metallic erotic strap in gold.
0: <laughs> <Like $30. laughs>
2: in gold
1: oh, is there such a thing as a non-erotic cock strap seriously i don't i like
3: do you even have to put that
2: was erotic yeah. in the description really
3: oh god um we also have the wild man t-ball lifter <laughs> in the extra part guys it, it appears to be a jock strap but just for your sack
0: <laughs>
3: we have the uh, that was $17. Oh man, biggest purchase on the order, 49.93, a flare harness in gold, large extra large size. And it appears to be a body harness that wraps around the penis and that's like you're naked.
1: Brady, do you want to know who uh his favorite player is?
3: Bobby Bone Nia
1: a golden taint <laughs>
3: <laughs> so this guy is this guy is really into some shit like this multiple penis rings <laughs> multiple different colors and textures
2: hey man people have different rings for different fingers why can't you have different occasions for your for your wiener ring
3: no, no i get We're it but like podcast. i i i think i think i'm speaking for everyone here we are a very pro-sex podcast so I you know love that Touch someday, yes. Yeah, I would. I would love. I would I love to. Record. Record. That happens. <laughs> but the, the fact that he felt the need, he bought. In this, were two days apart. So, like, are sitting in his desk on Wednesday at work. You know, it's two thirty. You just ate lunch. Fever, little, may. Yeah, you don't. You don't necessarily want to be working. You're like, ah, you know, what? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna see what kind of cock rings they have on Amazon. <laughs> so you're scrolling. You're scrolling, and then you just see one, and you're like, this is the one. Yeah. Red plastic in my side <laughs> yes. after it's some like, long deliberation you know, for only ten dollars boom pull the trigger i got he's got amazon Prime. It's free shipping a few days boom he's got a fresh new cock ring <laughs> four hours later it's 230 he doesn't really want to be working anymore he's a little sleepy and I'm just, i'll just go see if they got cock straps this time <laughs> okay. yesterday i feel like i'm gonna pigeonhole my search let's look at some traps and you find one extra large gold with the logo on the outside
2: serrated, serrated on the outside.
3: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> who hasn't been there, man?
1: He was trying to get same day delivery with the second order because he was so impatient about two day delivery from the first one. <laughs> oh, all
3: man. right. Oh man. But yeah, but what a piece of
1: shit, right? Uh, well, not for that part. Okay. He, you know, he beat the shit out of his pregnant wife. That's the bad part.
3: Yeah, I mean, God, is he going to jail? Do we know? Him? Is he going to jail? No, probably not. Oh, really? No, I don't think so. Oh, that's so bad. Who's no, not going I'm... to jail? Yeah, jail. Um,
1: Wait. but here's the thing. Do you think that because it said that he had sex in the coach's office? Do you think that Urban Meyer knew about that? Because if you knew about that, that's some shit. Because that's, that's some that's, that's an alpha move. That's like coming in here like, this is your office, this is the coach's office, and I'm going to have sex in your office.
3: Was this guy secretly the, the deep state leader of the Ohio State coaching staff? Behind the scenes, manipulating things, buying sex toys? Like a, we're main, not, like a cr- maniac? We're just asking questions.
1: We're not giving it. Yeah. We just ask we want you to think.
2: Allegedly.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. 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 Okay, um, let's move on to uh, uh, Jose Urena hitting uh, Acuna Jr. Because um, that was kind of the talk. It's, it's, you know, we're three weeks away from football and all we have is baseball. So um, he, it was the, so uh, Acuna had hit eight home runs in eight games and he was stepping up to the plate. He's a leadoff hitter for the Atlanta Braves. And um, Jose Urena uh, actually ended up hitting him with the first pitch of the game. Benches cleared. Uh, Acuna came out of the game in the second inning didn't have any injuries and Ureña was thrown out what did you guys uh, what did you guys uh, take away from that
2: I think he's um, kind of he's a dickhead let's go with that Jose is a dickhead and he's soft and he he's only did that because he's bad like they had a doubleheader the day before and I'm pretty sure he kind of lead off homer in both of those games they were just mad and butthurt and salty, and they threw at him, and then he got suspended like he should have. And you know what? Suspend him for 12 games. Give him two – Make him lose two starts. We should suspend him
1: for 12 games.
2: Yeah, you can't start on my fantasy team, Jose.
1: Nope, you can't. I'm taking a stand. I'm taking a stand right now that he will not start on my fantasy team for 12 days because I am so outraged.
3: Wow, that's powerful stuff, Mike.
1: Okay, but here's the thing. Um, I don't want to go too coastal elite here. But I actually like this by urenya because, um, first off, it's a battle of the Enyes. You have urenya and Acuna, so, like, you have to stay on your ground, right? And then, second off, um, I'm, like, I'm like pro-labor. And so, if you want to take a day off and Donnie Baseball just isn't going to give you a day off, then sometimes you have to take things in your own hands and you know you're going to get ejected. Like, this is the perfect time. Hit a guy, get a day off, get some rest. You deserve it. And then come back the next day, Okay.
2: I can wrap my head around that because he had looked like he had no remorse. He didn't even look mad about it. He just did it, and he was like, all right, let's let this happen. He was
3: going to hit the next guy if they didn't throw him out. (laughs) You know know why he looked like that? Because it wasn't his idea. Donnie Baseball called the Code Red and ordered that on high. Mm -hmm. He's just an innocent fall guy getting caught up in the machinations of a madman. Chris
2: Chris Carter would be proud.
3: Who would be proud?
2: Chris Carter. So did you guys
1: cool. did you <laughs> Chris Carter would be proud? <laughs> did you guys hear the announcer um uh for the Mets who was like, Well, he had hit home runs in two or three straight games, so you gotta plunk him. And I was like, Oh yeah,
0: oh, I was like, Oh yeah, the old man, you
3: can't beat him, hurt him. Like that's like what Cobra Kai does.
2: <laughs> Cobra Kai. I did,
3: was, I did think it was funny, like some of like the coverage I was listening to I was I heard like on ESPN and on Twitter was like you get like the like the base of uh, the baseball people who are like, no, you can't do that. You know, I can't. I can't believe that he's a he's a good young player. He's and, like you can't. You're gonna hurt him. As if that should matter. Like how how good the player is decides how like bad it is.
1: Right. Like like you can absolutely go ahead and plunk Darwin Barney because like he's just
3: happy to get on base. <laughs> but honestly, like I genuinely think that this wouldn't even be a story if he would have just hit him in the meat of the back. It did, if it wouldn't, it hit him on the bone, like it hit him on the elbow or whatever, and that's like, you see that, and it's like, oh, he could have actually gotten hurt. But if you just hit him in the middle of the back, no one will care, even though it's like is a ninety-five mile an hour fastball.
1: Also, like, I think that one thing that pitchers don't utilize is like the hand up, like, because if I hit someone, I think I'm gonna get thrown out If I just go, oh, hand up, my bad, dude, my bad. Are you okay? Even if I'm faking it, go ahead and throw me out.
2: You got right. to do the thing where before the pitch even gets there, you look very concerned that it's gonna hit them, <laughs> mm-hmm. even though you're not. Mm-hmm. You throw it! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! Hands to the ears! Oh, geez, sorry. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's what he should have done. It's that's like what he should have. well, did you see that that Urania, uh, So he he is fighting the six game suspension, and so he pitched today and he threw a complete game to it shutout. So looks like he needed that day off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So we're gonna move over to football. Um. Josh Gordon returns. Uh, he took a, a personal leave of absence had to get some mental stuff straight um, and but he returned to the field today so uh, the Browns probably gonna win the Super Bowl, right?
2: Back from the dead Josh Gordon
1: Back From the dead Josh Gordon. Um, so what did you guys did you guys have any thoughts about that?
2: Well, I did when it initially happened. A lot of people were still worried. You know, it's like, oh, Josh Gordon, he's going back to rehab, doing whatever. I'm like, guys, guys, it's voluntary. He's going to be freaking fine. And he comes back. You know what? Training camp is meaningless for him. He doesn't need it. Just skip training camp. Go make sure you're around the people that are going to keep you on the field. Don't jeopardize anything. Just don't even deal with training camp. You don't need it. Just go in week one, tear shit up, and then nobody remembers what happened.
3: Exactly. That was that I'm was very happy lib right now, because this is all just your mental health care, baby. If this should be treated like a brain to ankle, he just had to go get some medication. He just had to go get some help. He just had to go to the he just had to go to the doctor for a little bit, and now he's feeling good.
2: If only we cared about mental health and Brandon Marshall was being a head case in every locker room he's ever been in.
3: Yeah, but that's just some toxic ass masculinity not allowing not allowing a man to be to be weak or perceived as as lesser. I thought that this was a heady play by uh
1: Josh Gordon because I think that if I'm an NFL player and um you know not to diminish anything with mental health, but if I'm trying to get out of a pre if I'm trying to get out of preseason and I don't want to do <laughs> mini camps like man, I just need some time to myself. I'm having some <laughs> mental health issues. I'm sorry, coach. I will be back because now he's, I was reading, he starts conditioning now. So he's going to be ready for the first game of the season. My dude didn't have to do any hard work. And so I appreciate the heady play.
3: Once again, a pro labor, you know, just straight, straight you pro labor.
1: Okay. And then the last one I had on the list was kind of for me, um, just as a vengeance topic, the Astros are uh, collapsing. Um, so at the start of today, the Oakland A's and the Astros are tied for first. And I don't know if you guys remember uh, what Dallas Keuchel said at, uh, you know, the beginning of, uh, of the year. He said that there are no Cubs. Okay. And that they would not have a hangover. And so what they did, which is just a rookie mistake by people who don't, who don't drink is you wake up the next day. You only slept about five, six hours. So you're feeling good. You, You know, you load up on caffeine, you take some excedrin, couple coffees, and you're like, oh, dude, I can get through today. And then 2 o'clock hits. And Eastern then the hangover. And, and then the- Insert
2: over. Vince Carter hey. gif. It's over.
1: Over. The hangover starts to hit. And guess what? No amount of caffeine is going to save you. No amount of food. No amount of grease is going to save you. And that's what happened to the uh, Houston
2: Astros. I'm okay? officially not calling him by his actual name anymore. He's going to be Dallas Kegel to me. Because it's like Luke Keekley, but he's a lesser version of that. So he's just going to be Keekle. <laughs> Dallas Keekle. Dallas. We're not the Cubs. We have yeah. better players. Dallas, <laughs> I have been off of the Dallas Keekle train forever. Ever since he said that. Nope. Astros, garbage. Dallas Keekle, garbage. You're going to choke. The A's are coming. You're pathetic. You're not going to make the playoffs.
1: Their stadium name is so
3: soft. They're the Minute Maid Park. Soft.
2: Minute Maid. That's Florida. Look like,
3: looks like they made the park in a minute. Oh, <laughs> idiots.
2: I hate that dumbass I, wall in left field.
3: Yeah, I didn't really have any
1: jokes to make about that. I just wanted to laugh at the fact that the Astros are collapsing. So
2: I'm very happy about it. Me
1: too. As
3: as I, I usually don't have much hate for the Astros, even though they're in my division, because they're just really good. But I, you know, it's always nice to see that the A's are the only other two in my division that I like. So,
1: yeah, it is nice to see uh, the A's. You know, making somehow Billy Bean's back because that's what he does. Um, you know, Brady. <laughs> uh, you know, the the gay Billy Bean,
3: right? Yeah. I, I don't know why you're looking at me like
2: that. Yeah,
1: one, was it Bill? I thought it was it you or Bill that like didn't know the difference between the gay baseball player, Billy Bean and the GM, Billy Bean.
3: I mean, all, I don't know who the, the, the gay baseball player is. So I, I, okay. So then I'm going to guess it's Bill.
1: So sorry, Bill, if this is some slander. But Bill came on one day and he's like, dude, I had no idea that Billy Bean was gay. The the, the um, A's GM is, was gay. And I was like, well, he's not. That Billy Bean is a baseball player who is gay. <laughs> I don't think that was me, but I could okay. be totally mis- right, well then I'm slandering Bill in here.
2: I All thought, right, I thought he was gay. Maybe because Bill told me. New <laughs> <laughs>
3: segment. Is he gay? All
1: right. do, do, okay. do, do. Let's move on to um yeah, our bits. Uh first one is gonna be back from the dead. So go ahead, Brady.
3: Uh, my back for the dead this week is uh, the at Faux uh, fake John Gruden Twitter account.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: it's at F-A-U-X underscore G-R-U-D-E-N. Got to give him the shout out because this is a prime account. This is one of those parody accounts that doesn't just like bombard your Twitter feed with just like constant tweets. He only tweets when he has a good tweet to send. So it's all just quality stuff. But when it's the offseason, he doesn't tweet very often. So the fake John Gruden account is back in full force, and I am hyped.
2: Do you think? Do we think it's going to be a little bit different take on the account? Now that he's a head coach and not a commentator?
3: I'm, I'm excited for this new evolution in the Twitter account's life because I the past am as well. few years he's just been a commentator. But now he's now he's actually a head coach. So now you can add the I mean, just the meme possibilities are endless, Jeremy.
2: There, yeah, we're gonna get loads and loads of we're gonna, we're gonna be in our bag with John Gruden memes. It's
3: gonna be a meme storm. <laughs> All right, uh, Jeremy, you're back from the dead.
2: Uh, my back from the dead is hating football refs. It's gonna be <laughs> really bad. It's gonna be really oh, bad my this God. year.
1: It's gonna be so. There's. Do you really think that they're gonna enforce these? Like, so, like this is uh, it, it's like watching flag football like it's wild
2: I talked about it last night while watching the Bears Broncos game for the first half maybe half I tried um I what we we thought there may have been a case or this may be a case of overcalling, so as to freshen people up for the regular season like hey guys don't do a lot of this stuff maybe we'll be more lenient in the regular season but regardless if that's true or not or if it happens in this season they're still going to get a lot of these calls really bad and it's going to fire people up a lot. Twitter's going to go nuts. People are going to be hating this shit.
3: It's going to be bad. Um, is there any possibility, I just had this thought, that maybe there's the reason that there's a lot of really bad calls right now is because since it's a new rule and they haven't really had any chance to actually implement it or like test it out in, with the real football, they're using the preseason as like, hey, we're going to enforce it, one we'll this way, and then see how it goes because this is the only sample we've been able to get with actual NFL players. And then, like, in the regular season, they'll enforce it differently. Too
1: didn't nuanced, I, didn't Brady, I just say that? Brady, it's it's too nuanced. What I want to hear is, well, I just want to look at a tweet with a bad flag call, and I just want to quote tweet it and say, if this is a flag, the NFL is in trouble. And so your whole nuanced take doesn't really fit. Brady,
2: you just that. copied my homework and changed a few words.
1: No, I didn't. <laughs> okay um my back from the dead is actually an overrated i had from a couple weeks ago about um helping out the youth being overrated uh because hand foot and mouth disease is back uh west virginia football had five players get popped for hand foot and mouth disease and so uh, for a couple weeks so i'd like to reiterate uh, it's just another reminder that helping the youth is totally overrated just wash your
3: fucking hands you okay. gross-ass people.
2: Please, just employees must wash their hands after dinner.
3: Just, you're going to touch kids, man. Kids well, have bad symptoms. Jeremy,
1: they're not employees. They can't be employees. They're not paid, so sorry. Well, they're employees uh, when they're
2: volunteering. Oh,
1: okay. Uh, yeah, all right, okay, let's... Okay, when they get sick in their job. All right, Jeremy, hit us up with your never forget.
2: Um. Okay, so this is one I wanted to use last week, but completely forgot about it. I even had it written down, and I didn't remember it, but... Never forget, David Wright is still a baseball player and in the MLB. <laughs> <laughs> he played in the single A game, I think, like two weeks ago. So no, David I Wright is I... still alive and playing baseball.
0: Why was
1: he not was it was it because he was hurt?
2: David Wright's been hurt for 10 years.
1: No, David Wright never gets hurt. I've never seen him hurt. That guy, that guy, if you took together all the time he was healthy, he's an MVP. But he would I mean that guy was the MVP of being the MVP if he stayed healthy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> David Wright,
1: Jerry or, uh, uh, Brady, your uh, never forget. I um, never
3: forget goes hand in hand with my, uh, my stat of the day. They were also going to do, so I'm kind of breaking the mold here. But my never forget is never forget that pitching was broken in the late 1800s. And uh, as a case study, this is something that Bill and I were talking about last night. And since he couldn't be on the pod, I told him I was going to steal it. And he said, "Okay." So I can't get. I cannot be fined for this. Um. But I would like to uh, I would like to submit into evidence uh, one Tim Keefe, right-handed pitcher for the uh, Oh God, I don't know team. It doesn't exist anymore.
1: Will you say God. his name was Tim Keefe? Tim Keefe.
3: Yep. Is that is that Chiefs? Is that Chiefs' grandfather? Yes. Okay. Great.
2: great I, would, I would say uncle.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Well, and then uh. So just a just a quick, you know give you a little taste in his 1886 season he pitched 535 innings 62 complete games and he had an era of let's see here i'm scrolling it's not working this segment is dying
1: okay so my never forget the fr- i have two actually
3: No, <laughs> oh. hold on i had my stat I, I found it sorry I, my internet was was dying in his eighteen eighty-three season, he pitched six hundred and nineteen fucking innings. And there are like there are like fifteen people who have pitched five hundred plus innings in in the, the span of time and pitching was broken. It doesn't make any sense. Pitching was as broken as the pitcher's arms.
2: All of those stats and numbers and records need to be thrown out a window somewhere and burned.
3: Well so the, uh, something that caught <laughs> me last night is that those numbers th- when you when people talk about the live ball era it doesn't account for those people. So, like, all the – acts, so like, the strikeouts record is Nolan Ryan's for the live ball era because there's a guy who got, like, like almost 600 strikeouts in a season because he pitched, like, six, like 700 innings.
2: <laughs> I just – oh, my God.
3: But still, that guy's like, Tim Keith doesn't have the record because I'm pretty sure – and then that season where he pitched 619 innings, I bet you he had like at least 500 strikeouts. And that blows Nolan Ryan out of the water.
2: Just doesn't count. I'm so glad it doesn't count. I don't want any of that crap.
3: 62 complete games in a season. How does your arm not fall off?
2: People don't even play 62 full games, or like, people don't even pitch 62 games.
3: I mean, yeah. he probably had, had like three pitchers on their like fucking team. That's a good point. People do not pitch sixty-two games.
1: That is a that is a fantastic <laughs> point, actually. That's so true. That's wild.
2: Like thirty wins is really good. That guy had sixty-two complete games.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, he had he went forty forty-two and twenty one season win
1: loss. Kind of takes out my Jose God. Urania needed a day off uh, take ahead <laughs> a ago, So
3: well, when you we were pitching guys who looked like Babe Ruth, but less coordinated, um, it was uh, pretty easy to be good.
2: And surprisingly <laughs> fatter. All
3: right, so my Never
1: Forget, I have two. Um, never Forget, and this is just something that I learned, uh, Tyrod Taylor is not pronounced Tyrod. Uh, one of his teammates came out and let us know that it's actually pronounced Torod Taylor, so um, we will not be making that mistake on this podcast. Tarod. if you ever want to come on, we'll respect your name and his pronunciation, Tarod. And then the other never forget is that the Home Run Derby fixes swings. So uh, ESPN came out with a uh, headline that said, uh, did the Home Run Derby fix Bryce Harper's swing? And it very obvious obviously did. So um, never forget that the Home Run Derby fixes uh, swings.
3: And then uh, our poor one out. Go ahead, Brady. Um. My porn one out is for Chicago Governor Rauner. Um, during a public event on TV back in February, I just, I know this is old news, but I just found out about it this week. He drank chocolate milk to demonstrate his commitment to racial diversity. <laughs> really, really good. Diversity, end quote. <laughs> and I. I or went out for this dude because oh boy, you tried, he tried so hard, but you just, you just missed. You just. I might be the most diverse
1: person in the world because I drink a shit ton of chocolate milk. <laughs> My favorite part is just
3: the lat. He just into a microphone in front of people. He said out of his face just diversity exclamation point. How what much, that-
2: how much that was- more? How much more real life, Michael Scott? Can you get than that?
3: Yes, right? That is a, that is perfect. He's just Michael Scott.
2: You know what? I'm going to drink this chocolate milk right here in front of all of you.
3: <laughs> diversity.
0: Diversity.
2: And that's right. it, ladies and gentlemen. Go on, get out of here. Get back to work.
1: I build a good portfolio, Brady. A lot of diversity. A lot of diversity. A lot of, I don't a lot of chocolate milk. Is, I, I is that don't what that I means? Is that how I make money in the stock market? I just invest in chocolate milk? I don't want to give you too many secrets. That's insider trading. Uh, We don't want to be Phil Mickelson.
2: I don't drink Um, any chocolate milk. Does that mean I'm racist? Right. Yes, Um, it does. Um,
1: Then there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, So my poor one out is for Larry Nassar. Um, There was a report, and well, this is someone we need to feel bad for because there was a report that came out that um, he's being shuffled between federal prisons uh, following reports of inmates assaulting him. And that actually reportedly happened within a couple hours of when he was first put in the jail. And so I think we need to pour one out for someone who, you know, um, if you think about it, wouldn't that just suck? Like someone touching you without your permission um, just because they have the power to do so. Uh, And so I think, you know, Larry Nassar is someone we should definitely pour one out for.
3: I don't feel bad for him. I know you're being sarcastic. I don't feel bad for him, and I hope it happens and someone doesn't stop it. Like a lot,
2: no, I like, like a lot.
3: That's that's that I'm legally fine. I hope that that happens. It's my wish to the world. Wouldn't it be a shame? Uh, Jeremy, go ahead.
2: Which one are we doing? I'm pretty sure I already did mine. Pour one out. Oh, pour one out. Um, Chicago Bears starters. Two injuries last night.
0: <laughs>
2: Adam. Can't C- Nope, 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 nope. Kevin White. Report. Kevin White Kevin White injuries are not back from the dead just yet. You still have one more week of preseason to hit your guessing week line, Brady. Oh yeah. So, I said I said week three
3: preseason, didn't
2: I? We've played three got, games I in the I preseason. Oh
3: yeah, did I say week four?
2: No, you said week three, but the Bears have played three games in preseason, but it is not week three. We played the Hall of Fame game. So it's not technically week three yet. But Adam Shaheen catches a pass, nice out just out route gets old, like 8 yards. I don't know. Trips, it's a, it's a back ankle thing. He's walking out of the, he's walking off on crutches and a boot after the game and then Leonard Floyd had a cast on his hand after the game. So, that's oh cool. Uh,
1: injuries in general are a poor one out for because I legitimately like went to go look for college football news on ESPN and the top 3 headlines were X player out for the season probably from injury. I'm like, okay. Oops. Tough in Gladiator. So then, um, we're going to roll out of here on our stat of the day. So, uh, Jeremy, you want to hit us up with your stat of the day?
2: Yes, I will. Um, So, just about a week ago, maybe two weeks, I don't really know, Lindsey Whalen, Minnesota Gopher great, Minnesota Lynx stud, four-time WNBA champion, is going to retire at the end of the 2018 season. And I thought I'd look a little bit about her, see what she was all about. And you know what I'm learning? absolute glue guy. She was total glue girl. You can't uh,
3: don't assume glue gal.
2: You cannot you. be you can't lose games when she's on your squad because she will finish her career as the Lynx franchise leader in assists while ranking second in games played and fourth in scoring. And she also holds a single season franchise record for assists and the franchise mark for most assists in a game with 14. So she's just a distributor, you know? She's a game manager, floor manager, floor general. That team has Maya Moore, but Maya Moore's teams don't win championships without Glue Gal, Lindsay Whalen.
3: Brady,
1: you're sad of the day.
3: Um, yeah, I got I found a different one from my, you know, my, my great work, um, work I did on my other segment I'll Never Forget. That was real that was really smooth and practiced. Um, beginning in 1858, umpires were allowed to begin calling strikes on a batter that did not swing at fair or Good ball is delivered by the pitcher, so you didn't have called strikes in the MLB until 1858.
1: They also used to be able to pelt them with a the ball when they were running on the first baseline, and that'd be an out. I wish they never got rid of that rule. Like dodgeball, yeah. Like that's... you know, you just play backyard baseball, and like you so... can hit them with the tennis ball. <laughs> yeah. would not that be just hilarious? Like someone bunts, and the pitcher just nails them in the back with the ball.
3: Get rid of, get rid of base, like throwing it to the bases and just. Oh, do maybe a pitcher.
1: that's what Urena yeah. was trying to do. Maybe Urena was just trying to get him out by yeah. him with the bat. No hey, one hey, hey, rule. the rule
3: in the way it was meant to be played. The way that the founders of the game played it. Yeah, he's playing the game the right way. Yeah, everybody Admiral
1: else double really happy. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um. So
1: my stat of the day. Uh, a little bit. Tiger Woods. Uh. You know. That's what I do. Uh. And so. Uh, Tiger Woods holds the record for most. Brady, pay attention. Uh. <laughs> Tiger Woods. Uh. Holds the record for most consecutive rounds at par or better, and he did it fifty-two times in a row from two thousand to two thousand one. So, um, okay guys, I missed this story that I wanted to uh, talk about uh, and we can do this on the way out here. Cause we're getting towards the end of the podcast. Did you guys see that JJ Reddick on his podcast said that, uh, when he was getting out of a taxi, he saw a person who was in a cage in the, in the driver's trunk in the taxi driver's trunk. Yeah. That's
3: insane.
1: <laughs> what would you do? What would you do?
3: I'd, I mean, I'd call the cops like right away, but I don't know if like. He, like, got out of the car and, like, called the cops and was like, oh, I hope they find her. But, like, I don't know, like, I want to believe that I would be like, hey, what the fuck is going on? Why is she in a cage? But try to address the situation because it's a person, but I'm a, I'm a bitch. I don't know. I probably wouldn't do anything. He Jeremy, found what a, would you do? He found a person
2: a per- in the trunk of a taxi.
3: Yes,
1: he how, saw a person in a cage in the trunk of a taxi.
2: How did he get into the trunk and why would the driver let him get into the trunk if there was a person in a cage there?
1: Great question. I would say that someone who keeps a person in the trunk of their car in a cage, um, I don't know if they think about a lot of those things.
2: Yeah, so, so I don't know what I would do. Okay, well here, so follow-up question. Did he see this person as he was putting his luggage into the trunk or taking it out? Because if you see it right away, then you're riding with a guy who you know I think has...
3: A, I would guess taking it out. But.
2: but how did the driver put it in there for him? They probably... probably and then okay. I mean,
3: I can't imagine this guy had a lot of forethought, like Mike said, because he put a person in a cage, put them in his trunk, and then decided to go take fares from the like the airport or like around Philadelphia. Like,
2: <laughs> oh my God! So do we have like a gimp situation here, or has somebody been kidnapped?
3: Um, probably kidnapping, most likely. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, that, that's, that's some human trafficking right there. It could be.
2: Yeah, I mean, it could be just like a to- super weird dom situation.
3: That is uh, still illegal, I think. Either way,
2: illegal or not,
3: I don't know if you can consent to being put in a trunk and like potentially dying.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, are we JJ Reddick, Huh? We're. Uh, yeah,
1: that's that, was, that
2: We we can probably
3: actually just cut that because that really petered out. <laughs> Remember when he called a bunch of Chinese people chinks? Mm, yes. I spelled it with a K. I spelled it with a K. <laughs> Fine.
1: and that's our show uh thank you for listening to on with uh, you're welcome for listening to on Wisconsin. Oh. um that's fine for me uh, i just want to remind all the folks yeah, out there i want to remind all the folks out there okay
3: all right brady you just give an update on where our on pod coins are at i'll see you guys next week <laughs> uh, for the next uh, 11 seconds from right now uh honest coins will be worth a uh, billion dollars and then they will immediately go back down to zero and then after the, the end of this sentence. So um, that's our show. Mike will never be back. He actually just got kicked off the show forever. So, uh, Jeremy, you want to say anything to the fans before we go?
1: Dallas Kukul doesn't know what a freaking hangover Get is. Get
2: out of here!
3: <laughs> Unbelievable.
2: Bye. I climbed a mountain. When I take
0: back, a recall a man off the family tree. My right hand, Papa Doc, I see. Whoa I can hear his head banging on the wall in the next room I get the pillow and hope I don't pick him yeah. this man to cuss, here at all in verbatim uh-huh. Telling me how to raise my boy unless he's taking over uh-huh. I said
2: pop, maybe when what, you're old 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 night reading? about the hook at
0: the No, point you, man, you know, you, I, I've been new, you knew that
2: I've been new, I've grown
3: Please don't record that, that was racially insensitive
2: Well, it's already <laughs> recorded and it's not coming off
3: God, <sighs> You're our SJW, man.
1: You keep us sane. You keep us safe when we when we travel one way or the other. When maybe Bill references some sort of mental disability for someone that we know or someone that we like, we have you there to save us, keep us in line. Yeah, but I just did it. I just did it. I'll take the fu- that was me. That was not you. That was me, Mike Burns.
2: But he doesn't want his name on it.
1: Yeah, like, well, well, I don't want name the like pod. It's that I don't want people to find my Twitter.
2: You
0: know? the got the nice. latest. I tried to be live because I got no choice. And run my own business like my aunt <laughs> choice. So, Pete Rock hit me. No respect, When reminisce over you, listen. 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 my brother, trouble T. Roy. It's like that, y'all, and it don't stop. The block was still '92.